Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man who likes Brian Austin Green. It's Frank. How are you today? That's not fair. That's a visual joke. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, how's it going, bud? It's going well. How about you? I'm I'm good. For those uh, uh, listening and not watching, which is all of you, I'm wearing my Live with Brian Austin Green t-shirt from last year's uh live podcast <laughs> wow. I, w- I was actually wondering why because I, I couldn't connect the dots for a second and so i was like why do you have a t-shirt with brian austin green's name on it and then i remembered the podcast and then i rolled with it and here we are frank at the beginning of this episode and here we are and but frank i said to you you're always with me but today we actually have a special guest uh, right. today we are joined by we are joined by david sorafine david welcome thanks for having me glad to you- be here you're welcome. Now, uh, David is my cousin-in-law. I guess that that is a thing as as far as um, rules go in it's accordance with. Yeah, that's like a the real. Is that a real thing? Because I mean, it's really what it is. If I have a mother-in-law, technically, I have a cousin-in-law. Yeah, it makes sense yeah. to me. Actually, we are. That's great. Well, that's cool. So and, above that. And, for, and yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. We're only here because we're family. Uh, it's that's so it. Awkward. <laughs> yeah. Um. David, tell uh, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, what you do, where you come from, why why you're here, all that good stuff. I am originally from Rhode Island, but I reside in Los Angeles, where it's currently 95 degrees. I am a director of photography, and I run a small production company, which consumes my life, and uh, I love what I do. Um, and then after we spoke I've, uh, about your podcast, I was like, oh, it'd be cool to jump in and talk about tv and movies and fun stuff like that that's exactly that's exactly that's great that's exactly right because i mean like frank and i talk about movies and stuff all the time and but and then and then you're like hey you know like i'd be i'd be, love to come on and be like someone who actually works in film this right is, you know someone who has a production company this is you know this is cool someone who's held a camera this that's i hold many cameras you hold many cameras yeah nice that's cool that's cool well um because of covid you know i'm sure you've been stuck inside just like uh and just like the rest of us and so um so today we're going to continue our uh now now traditional yeah what you've been doing in quarantine uh and so, but before that, Frank, I saw that you were drinking a beer. I and am. So, could you tell me what beer you were drinking? I am. I'm. I'm drinking a new one. Um, at least new to me. Um, this is a Prince Percy Pilsner, 
uh, from the Maine Beer Company of Freeport, Maine. Um, Maine Beer Company it has a great reputation here in New England. There's not, I don't think there's a ton of distribution. I think they go as far, at least as New York. I know that you can get it in New York, but mm. um, on the East Coast, they're they're somewhat well known for really, really good IPAs. Um, and this is a Pilsner, which I've, I'd never had from them before. Um, they're really known for their IPAs. You can only get this at the brewery. Wow. So, so uh, you're being an elitist. Uh, sure. Yeah. Aren't you, Frank? They have they have curbside pickup right now of uh, a, an exclusive like, you know, uh, uh, case you can get of all the all the beers that they normally only have available at the brewery if you want to mm-hmm. get them to go. Um, and I was not planning on going there anytime soon, but um, I was I was in Maine in another, another part of Maine last week and uh, our car broke down on the way home. And uh, so we had to, and it was kind of late in the day, so we had to spend the night while we waited for our car to get looked at. So we uh, we got a hotel, and uh, and the hotel was right down the street from the brewery. So on the way home, I said I gotta stop there and pick something up at the curbside. Um, so I uh, I managed to to snag a few of these rare rare bottles, and uh, it's a really good pilsner. They make great IPAs, but this is a hell of a pilsner too. So it's almost worth your car breaking down. Almost. Almost, almost, not quite, but almost. Uh, I was very uh, lucky when that happened, though, that um, uh, we were able to, you know, call call my brother in law who lived in the area, and he was able to pick us up. And uh, especially lucky that, and this is the most main thing ever, that my wife's meme, her grandmother, um, uh, opened up the barn and let us let us borrow the pickup truck that they normally use for hunting and towing the boat and all that fun stuff. Um, we were able to borrow that for a few days while we're waiting for our car to be ready. So most main thing ever of you. (laughs) That is so main of you. What happened to you? You're from New York. I know. Right. Yeah. I I live in Massachusetts, uh, but we were visiting, we were visiting my wife's family up in Maine. Uh, and, uh, and all that happened. So yeah. Wild, wild turn of events. Indeed. Indeed. David, are you drinking something? Do you have a water have, or a beer? Yes, or Water, I'm hydrating currently. Mm. That's good. Well, 95 it's, in the middle. Of yeah, you're going to need that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Water, good choice. Yeah. And I have, I have errands to do, so I have to be somewhat responsible today. It's good. Look at that. See, this is this is good. This is drinking responsibly or not drinking at all. Working, not working. So I mm. always like to keep a level head. That's right. That's what that also that makes sense. Uh, I'm done working for the day uh, apart from this. So I am drinking a um, I am drinking a Sheebin Brewing Company Smoothie Shop Milkshake IPA. What? Yeah, it is a like it's an India Pale Ale with vanilla bean. And I wish it was better than it was. Oh, no, really? My honest review. It sounds so good. It does. it it I almost wish that like I had the foresight to like get a couple of scoops of vanilla ice cream or something like that and throw them on top of like and throw them inside the glass to do so or you know to mix them together to like make a a real milkshake yeah because it's pretty good but like when you're like I want a milkshake this ain't this ain't gonna cut a, it a beer float a beer yeah I wish I made a beer float mm. exactly um but that's okay um but still try it I mean try that. Like do what I just said. Do that for real. Yeah, and get exactly. Back, and get back to me. Get back to me. Um. Well, 
Frank, uh, a while ago, I think back in March, uh, we had said, like, what have we been watching? What have we been reading? All that stuff in quarantine. And it's been a while. Uh, we were like, Haha, what will we be watching for three weeks? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Remember when we thought it was going to be two weeks, then we go back to normal. Yeah, right. It's yeah. going to be a month. I honestly got like 50 days and we'll be not normal, but at least, you know, safe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Right. And yes. now it's just. Now it's the before times and the now, like the now yeah. time. That's nonsense. So, um, so I'm sure that each of you maybe have caught up on some things that you've been you've been delayed on. So let's start with our special. Uh, let's start with our special guest, David. What have you been? We what have you been, been up to? A ton of Netflix, Hulu, and other shows. Some really guilty pleasures on Bravo that my girlfriend wants mm. to watch. Oh, but my all time favorite that we or i wanted to binge alone was um, a german show on netflix that the third season was just released in june and it coincided with the dates in the show to create this big event um that was happening so the show is called dark i don't know if either of you have seen yes it. i've seen I, actually a, a very very good friend of ours andrew has been on the show a couple of times uh talking tv talk with me um, is he has told us to watch this multiple times. Like it's he'd watch episodes like he's like, probably, guys, you actually have to watch this. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best on time travel, I think, that's ever been done. Um, it's wow. the cinematography is beautiful. Every scene is pretty meaningful. You'll learn to care about every single character. And it's not one of those shows, you know, everyone when they watch Netflix, they'll break out their phone and they'll just be like, oh, I'm right. watching a show. But there'll be visuals that you need to see that you might not hear anything in the, on the screen, but there's stuff happening that like you need to see this. And it's just a little snippet, small shot, a quick shot, but it means so much. Um, so the show is just, uh, it takes you on this journey um, through time and dimensions. And um, I don't want to say anything more than that, other than you'll definitely watch it and love it. It's only about 30 episodes, so it's easily bingeable. Um, and I highly recommend it. The only hurdle is it's dubbed, so you have mm-hmm. to, you know, get used to that. But they do a really good job. That would be my all-time favorite, I think, show that I watched during quarantine and show in general. I mean, I, the thing is, it's got the most rewatchable qualities because you can rewatch it and then go through the eyes of each character and try and put stuff together. Um, the subreddit on Dark is incredible what people have put together i don't know how much i guess they have time now because of quarantine but the (laughs) amount of information and excel sheets and maps and documents that fans have put together is just i don't know if you guys watched lost in the Mm -hmm. back in the day Mm -hmm. it's similar to that in with the fan uh, base you know creating all these theories and um, connections and all that but it it takes that whole new level I'm kind of picturing I'm kind of picturing what like Doc explaining to Marty like 1985 and 1985A but just like a way blown out version of that like on Google Docs and like in the subreddit. Oh yeah. Cuz there's way picture like 20 sets of Doc and Marty, you know, there's I would say maybe 15 characters in Dark, probably more and then you'll get ultimately three different variations of each character. Mm. Told throughout the story, so you get like the younger version of the character, the present day, and then a futuristic version of the character. So it's um, it's so much fun. So I mean, fifteen times three, you're looking at like 
45 different characters gotcha that you you know you just know who they are and what their attributes are and uh, what they're capable of so it's uh it's just a beautifully written show i don't know how their heads didn't explode trying to write this show cohesively and then to shoot it and have the continuity match and not you know miss a beat it's it's nuts how precise they are with everything and uh the ending you know i think people i'm sure you guys have shows that you're just disappointed in the ending where you you're on this journey for so long and you're like oh man this ending better deliver um i think it's up there with one of the better endings of a series where you're satisfied with with the ending were you guys satisfied with the lost ending uh no yeah right yeah no I think that was the prevailing opinion, wasn't it? Like, I don't think I was like angry at it, but I also wasn't. I it it felt like a none of it actually then mattered kind of ending, and I don't like I don't like when everything's a dream or they're already dead or you know I'm like, eh, that's fine. It is what it is. Yeah. Um. Um. So, but dark is done. So it's just those three seasons, and like that's it, and it's over. Uh, haters are moving to a different show, but yeah, it it would be insane if they somehow made it another season. But they the story ended. I mean, they could write a spinoff, but it doesn't seem like it was written to be like that. Gotcha. So you said gotcha. thirty episodes are those half hours, hours? They are uh, hour longs. Nice. They're all so, like in the fifty to sixty minute range. Gotcha. gotcha. With some, I think the finale was a little over an hour. Sure. But, um, but yeah, highly recommend quality viewing right on just for everyone listening along i'm gonna put links to everything we talk about today uh in the show notes so there's a netflix link to dark in the show notes if you want to if you want to check that if it sounds like your cup of tea that was perfect uh frank tell us about your cup of tea what have you been uh what have you been watching so um on a similar note similar yet very different um on the time travel note uh, I watched Palm Springs on Netflix. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Also a, I, I guess I'm giving away that it's a time travel movie. Uh, I'm going to try not to give away anything else if I can. It's being marketed as a rom-com, which it certainly has that aspect to it, but it's, it's, it stars, um, Andy Samberg and Kristen Milioti, um, who, people may know as the mother from how I met your mother speaking of shows that wasted the ending. Um, yeah, they, um, they are fantastic together. The movie is funny. It's sweet. It's thought provoking. It's smart. Um, it's only 90 minutes too. So if you have Hulu, it's only 90 minutes and it packs a lot of story into 90 minutes. Um, it does the, um, it's not really time travel, more of a time loop. um, it shares some qualities. I won't give anything away. Okay. Yeah. And mainly with the use of a cave. Oh, interesting. Okay. I like that. Um, it's, it's great. It's one of, uh, the, like for, it's one of the smartest comedies, uh, smartest, like written comedies I've watched in a, in a long time. Um, I found it really, really in, endearing and funny. And, um, you know, I, I used to not be an Andy Samberg guy, like at all, like when he was on SNL, wasn't really my thing um didn't really care for his sort of sort of his whole deal 
but I've really come around on him um, in particular with Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, I'm a I'm a big fan of that show now, and and so I decided to try the movie out when it when it hit Netflix. Um, I guess it was at Sundance, um, and uh, and it was going to be a theatrical release before before the pandemic, but then uh, Hulu Hulu picked it up, and um, and so it's a Hulu uh, direct to Hulu exclusive now and it's i just i can't say enough good things about it i I really don't want to give away sort of how it how it plays out um other than if you like that sort of time loopy let's say like um you know groundhog day like groundhog day time loopy yeah Mm -hmm. i think is uh you know i think going a lot of people knew that like oh hey it's a groundhog day movie and for it still to exceed expectations is that's amazing because when you hear that, it's like, oh man, it's going to be one of these. Like, Groundhog Day did it the best. Um, Russian Doll, not to cut you off. Oh, yeah. Similar. Another Groundhog Day show, also done very well. Um, could rewatch that a whole bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, yeah, right. Similar. That's another one with a similar um, concept to it. Palm Springs is interesting because. You say Groundhog Day, and that's that's the best shorthand for it. Mm-hmm. But it's a different. There are a lot of things that that uh, make it a different spin. Um, the point of view character uh, is is a little bit different than the Bill Murray character in um, mm-hmm. in Groundhog Day. There are there's a number of things like that where they sort of take Groundhog Day and sort of turn it on its head, so to speak. Um, so I, I really, really enjoy it. I think it's hilarious. It's really smart. I would say, you know, if if you're like I used to be and you don't care for Andy Samberg, um, I would say give it give it like 20 minutes. And if you're if you're not into it, then then tap out. But like give it 20 or 30 minutes because I, I really do think um, I really do think it's it's worth your time. It's really, really excellent. So I, I, I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. J.K. Simmons. Oh, yeah. So now I'm on board. See, because like before I was like, yeah, it sounds good. I'll watch it. But see, now that J.K. Simmons is in it, I'm like, oh, let me just any kind of steals. So, yeah, 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 it's true. Yeah. I didn't even realize he was going to be in it until he showed up for the first time. And then I was delighted. How happy he shows up. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. I was delighted. It's true. Anytime J.K. Simmons like magically appears in something, I feel like like if I was like, oh, I want to give this a B minus. I'm like, well, now it's a B just because J.K. Simmons is just in it. gets that half point bump just for him being there. That happened when um one of the things I can't remember if this was on the last episode or not, but my my wife is really into Avatar The Last Airbender. And so we watched that and then we watched Korra after that and jk simmons is one of the voices in that and oh. i didn't know that when i started the show and so i'm listening i'm like that's jk simmons and so every episode i was like is he coming back is jk simmons coming back like and he's he's in all three seasons and i was like yeah jk simmons let's just keep this going it's what's keeping me going watching the show nice jk simmons yeah um well very good i will um i'm gonna add that to my list too uh, what you guys should watch, since we're kind of going, this is not necessarily, it's not necessarily time, it's not necessarily time travel or time loops, but it could be a little bit, could be a little bit mystical and dimension-y that way, and I'll leave it at that, is I binged the first two seasons of Castle Rock um, on Hulu, because I had been 
I wanted to read a bunch of the Castle Rock Stephen King stories before I went and watched the show so I could get all the Easter eggs. And now I'm just like, whatever, I'm just going to watch the stupid show because I have time now. Um, do either of you watch it? I do not. I no, I understand Mark Bernardin wrote for it. Yeah, he wrote for the first season, uh, which was good. I didn't love it. It was it was OK. Um, it 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 was slow. It was kind of it was mysterious, and I guess. And the acting was good and it takes place kind of around Shawshank prison. So like the the warden, actually, John Locke from uh, from Lost, Lost is the warden of Shawshank. And he is keeping this guy, Bill Skarsgård, in like like the very bottom of the prison in a cage and like that's the and you don't know who he is or what he's about or anything like that so it's a mystery of why the warden would keep somebody so far down who doesn't know who they are and then what's happening in the town because of that blah 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 i'd say the first season's fine the second season was incredible and they're not really connected so you could actually skip the first season and jump right to the second season and be fine. Oh, interesting. Uh, but what you need to watch her for is Lizzie Kaplan. Oh, she yes. Loves, yeah. She's a national treasure. She um, she plays Annie Wilkes. So um, Kathy Bates from Misery. Um, and it's like before, like the poor, before the time of Misery. And it's about her like hopping around from state to state with her daughter um, because she's um, she basically steals lithium to treat her bipolar to treat her bipolar by working as a nurse. And then she they get stuck in Castle Rock and she has to make it all work. But then there's like crazy like vampire esque like Roanoke type things happening at the same time. And it was wild. It was so it was so good. And I can't like all the other things. I can't really say anything without completely giving everything away. Um, but if you're looking for. If you're looking for quality acting with an intriguing plot line, I'll give you I'll give you that. All right. And I don't and again, I don't think you really it, it mentions some stuff from season one, but it's a completely new cast with a completely new set of characters with different motivations. It just happens to take place in the same town. Um, and it is not necessary to have read a single word of Stephen King to to enjoy the show. I gotta say, that's one of the things that sort of intimidates me about a, a lot of Stephen King adaptations uh, and Stephen King properties is like, how much do I need to know about the sort of like shared universe that's not a shared universe, that's totally a shared universe, that sort of is the umbrella over all of the Stephen King's like, how much do I need to know to really enjoy it? And like, you know, th that's always a thing that's, that uh, I think about. Um, mm -hmm. And with a show that goes on for multiple seasons, I obviously assume I need to watch, you know, season one, season two, uh, all the way through to, to follow. So to hear that I can, I could start at season two with very little knowledge of anything, um, you know, that happens in, in season one and without needing to read a lot of Stephen King, that's, that's a, that's a good sell for me. Yeah. Well, I think, I think, um, I think there are some things like so like part of season two takes place in Jerusalem's lot, which is the, the main setting of Salem's lot, you know, the story. But and you could be like, oh, that like you can either know that or not know it at all or nothing. It doesn't make any mention to the events of the book. It mm -hmm. just like happens to take place there. So you can enjoy the fact 
it takes place there without really needing to know anything else. Gotcha. So like if you know, it adds something to the story. But if you don't know, you're not missing crucial information. That's right. It's almost like watching a Marvel movie, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, where you can watch Ant-Man on its own and he can fight the Falcon or whatever. But if you've never seen an Avengers movie up until then, context kind of tells you everything that you need sure. to know. Sure. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I, I think it's kind of like that, but less to a much less extent because yeah, yeah. most of the story, they just kind of take place in the same town. They don't really mention that a lot of times it's not really to like 20 years into his writing that he really starts to mention different characters together. Like the kids from it are in 11, 2263, oh. like, but they're only in like a scene and the main character at, just happens to ask them a question about the town that they're in. So if you don't know who they are, they're just a bunch of kids. They're just kids. You, they're just kids. But if you've read the story, you know who they are. And you're like, sure. oh, that's what they've been up to after they killed an alien clown from Got outer it. space. Cool. Huh. You know. To go back to your Marvel movie yeah. analogy, it's like, uh, like if they mention Quinjets, you're like, oh boy, Quinjets. But if you don't know, you're like, okay, that's some sort of vehicle. Okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, like, I know what a jet is. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Like you just, yeah. you, you gloss over it. But if you know, you're like, oh, Quinjets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exactly like that. I think you can you can watch the first Avengers movie without seeing all of Phase One and be like, I got it. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're they're doing a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I, I do recommend that, but mostly for Lizzie Kaplan because she was. Just, oh, and Tim Robbins was actually in oh. the second season too. Um, I thought it was going to be like stunt casting. I was like, oh, Tim Robbins in the first episode, and I'm like, Tim Robbins episode ten sticking around. Go? This is this is great. Yeah, that's great. Um. Yeah, so that was really good. And um, we're running out of time, so I'm just going to ask you, I'm going to ask you, fine gentlemen, did either of you watch Lovecraft Country? Uh, that is on HBO, the new show. I have not. Recomm- it's new, and it's coming out. It definitely like will still be going as this episode comes out, so I recommend. It's very good. Solid. Um, yeah, it's very good. It's about... Um, the it's about these this uh, the group of people that um run the uh, safe negro travel guides basically the green book it's like their version of the of the green book um and there's like this mystery with hp lovecraft stuff and other creatures but it's all it's all tied in with racism and blah 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 and jim crow and all this stuff like trek across america and like pulp stuff and john carter and tarzan and like all of this other wild stuff. It's it's cool. So is this like is this like Watchmen, but for Lovecraft? Uh, I would say that is as close. You mean like HBO's HBO's Watchmen, Watchmen also but for Lovecraft? Solid. Yeah, I would say it's pretty close to that. Yeah, huh. yeah. That's yeah, different. A little bit of a different tone. Sure, sure. It definitely, but and it's. It takes place in the fifties. Okay. Um. So you also get the cool cars and like you know like the good you know the the cool cars. I don't know what else. The is cool, cars. <laughs> cool cars. Cool <laughs> cars. I, I don't know. Um. So yeah, I just watched the first episode pretty much right before we recorded. It's what made me it made me think of it. And you guys were talking about things of modern relevance, and mine came out in twenty nineteen. So you know the before time. So I needed to mention things. I needed to mention something of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> something good is happening in 2020. It was the first episode of a new show. Dude. There you go. There you yeah. go. 
That's good. Um, any quick fire, rapid fire, anything else that you've been, anything else you've been enjoying really fast, uh, David? Guilty pleasure. Uh, Bosch is best cop show on TV. Watch Bosch, love it. Um, last thing I'll mention is I've been watching Brave New World on Peacock. Oh yeah, uh, that is one of my favorite, like top three novels, um, easily. And uh, the adaptation is quite different in a lot of ways, but I'm really enjoying it nonetheless. It took me a minute. Oh, it took me a couple episodes to sort of wrap my mind around where they were going and how they were telling the story in different in in a slightly different order and where they were making changes and whatnot. But we are like two episodes away from the end, and I'm very much on board with the changes they've made. They're they're they've they've uh, modified it for uh, for the 21st century. And uh, it's it's really good. It's really, really solid. We're both really enjoying it. I, I have read the book several times. and Marissa has no exposure to it. And we're both enjoying it a lot. So there you go. Okay. And uh, I guess my, my last guilty pleasure, uh, my wife and I have been watching Boy Meets World. Nice. Um, yeah. Because, because at the end of the day, we're like, oh, I just don't want to think about anything that's happening. So I'll watch Mr. Feeney tell me something inspirational. All right. Here we go. Um, but what we've learned. Mr. Feeney is kind of a dick in the second <laughs> season. <laughs> like he goes from like, I'm tough, but fair. And I've got pearls of wisdom. And then he's just kind of like a tool bag in the second, in the second season. Um, but they, 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 they write his wrongs by the third season. So that's where we are now. So cool. it's been fun. Yeah, it's been fun. Uh, well, David, thank you so much for joining us. This was, uh, this was super fun. Uh, appreciate you coming on. Um, if you want to plug anything where people can find you, if they want to see your stuff, anything like that, Instagram, there's all you need. You'll see our website. You'll see all the fun photos from our adventures and, uh, give us a follow. All right. That's cool. Uh, and, uh, Frank, tell us, uh, where we can find beer with geeks in all places. Yeah. You can find us at beerwithgeeks.com. You can find us at thoughtbubbleaudio.com. That's our network. That's where you'll find this show and all of our shows. Uh, you'll find us uh, on Twitter at Beer with Geeks. You can email us at beerwithgeeks at gmail.com. Um, you can find us on any podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google. Anywhere you'll find podcasts, you'll find this one. Um, and please, if you if you do, uh, make sure to subscribe and to rate and review us in all those places. You know, I was listening to an Apple. Apple has an, an Apple News podcast now, and even they say the best way to help us is to subscribe and to uh, review us so even even for apple themselves uh ratings and, and reviews make make a big deal so please please do that and uh if you can and if you'd like to you can head on over to uh patreon.com slash thought bubble audio and for as little as a buck a month you can support this show and the whole network on an ongoing basis help us keep the lights on help us hit all the costs uh that we have to produce these shows um but thank you so much for listening and uh we'll we'll see you all soon david thank you for joining us thank you guys Thank you. All right. Well, until next time. Cheers. cheers.